Super Talk Mississippi media production. And now it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by J. Allen Toyota, Gulf Coast Business Supply, and AGJ Systems and Networks on Super Talk 103.1 FM. Welcome to Coast Show that celebrates the men and women who make coastal Mississippi such an amazing place to live, work, and play. Hey, before we get to our guests, I just want to share a couple of um, quotes that I discovered on social media. I don't know who said these things. Uh, did not have attribution on either one of these, but they all, both are, I think, really good things to live by. The first one says this, make it a habit of shutting down conversations that involve hating on other people. Man, that would make a, the world a much better place to live in, wouldn't it? Especially on social media. Um, and the next one is this one. Let no one discourage your ambitious attitude. You don't need a fan club to achieve your goals. Be your own motivation. And as I shared in the lesson that I shared yesterday, uh, the lesson that we're getting from our Coast View guests, um, find your source of inspiration fuel. It can come from so many different force, uh, sources. You missed that. Go take a look at yesterday's uh, show on Super Talk Gulf Coast or Super Talk Mississippi. Uh, uh, Facebook pages. You can go to the Super Talk Mississippi YouTube page, or you can go to your favorite podcast to see that. Uh, the second lesson, the first lesson was don't dwell on the past. And the second lesson that I shared from our Coast View guests is find your inspirational fuel. I'm really excited about today's show because as you hear me often talk about the bookends in coastal Mississippi, you have Ingalls and Chevron on one side, you have Stennis Space Center on the other, and then in between you have tourism and all this incredible stuff happening that is really the fuel that helps drive Mississippi forward, especially if you think about since the, the, the economy reopened in this COVID moment, Mississippi is number three in the nation in terms of economic recovery. There's a reason for that. There is, we, we're resilient, and that is for sure. But the coast is a big contributor to that. And um, one of the things I often love to talk about is the military, the military's contributions on so many levels. It could be active duty. It could be the people they bring in here. It could be the people that once they bring them in here, they come back and enjoy their, their uh, a tourist visit here. People retire here. I talk to people on this show so often who fall in, they come from all over the country, but they fall in love with coastal Mississippi. And when they retire, they retire here. So, um, you know, there's just a lot of reasons. Of course, CB base is important. Keesler is extraordinarily important. The, the economic impact of Keesler cannot be denied. Uh, Keesler actually, for those of you who don't know this, was actually formed in 1941 and was named after a young man's second lieutenant, Samuel Reeves, Keesler Jr. He's a Mississippi native, and uh, he was killed in France during the wor World War One. When it was when Keesler was commissioned, what has happened over the years? Change and it's moved around, and base you know closures brought more capabilities here. It's evolved into this very very significant base, not just for the Air Force, but but for coastal Mississippi. And I should also add that they don't just train. They're a huge training wing, which we're going to learn more about here shortly. But it's not just the Air Force. It's the Army, the Navy, the Marine Corps, Coast Guard, and civilian federal agency personnel. They make a significant contribution to soldiers and federal employees all over the world. And uh, I have really looked forward to this conversation today because 
I'm going to have a conversation with Lieutenant Colonel Josh Daniels, who's the uh, public affairs officer for the 81st training wing and, uh, and, a, and a good new friend of mine. I'm, I'm really looking forward to working more closely with Josh as we continue to connect with all these incredible things that are happening at Keesler. So welcome to Coast View, Josh. Well, thank you so much for having me. And yes, I'm looking forward to this. This is going to be a great partnership and relationship as we move forward. I didn't understand it, though, did I? And Keesler has a tremendous footprint and impact in so many different ways, doesn't it? Yes, sir. I mean, we look at our uh, economic impact that we had just last year in the year of COVID when so many things were shut down and, and so many things were, were closed. Uh, Keesler kept right on rolling, right? We're the, uh, we provide the lifeblood to the Air Force and to other um, members of the DOD uh, with everybody that we train here and every that, everybody that we bring into the operational force. You know, roughly 2,800 trainees at any given day are here on Keesler Air Force Base. Pretty dramatic. <laughs> if you you talk to um, if you talk to people at the airport here in, in coastal Mississippi at the Biloxi, at Gulfport Biloxi Regional Airport, they'll tell you that while tourism numbers were down and business was down, military continued to to do what they do. And obviously Keesler and CB Base and the other uh, military presence here along coastal Mississippi was a real big part of that. But when you say economic impact, and we'll get to we'll get some of the details of this in just a second. But you know, if I were the person who was writing that study of economic impact, I would have just said a billion dollar impact. That's what I would have said if I was writing that study. But just kind of give me the headline on it. it yeah. So uh, nine hundred and sixty-two million dollars last year, uh, and and that counts into. Um, the what we uh, the folks that we um, have hired and brought in, right? So that's a little over eleven thousand individuals work on Keesler Air Force Base, and then um, what we are buying from the local community as well kind of factors into that that total number. Um, also, not directly in that number, but uh, we huge metal center here on Keesler Air Force Base that, that partners with the VA just uh, right down the road from us and, and with the uh, other civilian hospitals in the in the area. But our medical center itself did uh, about 26,000 uh, medical appointments uh, over 2020. That's, that's very significant. Hey, we're going to come back to Keesler. And um, and I, I want to talk just just a little bit about Commander Blackwell and her stay here and the significance of her leadership at Keesler, and look forward to actually having her on Coastview hopefully soon. But uh, let's. Talk, I want to talk about you for a second, Josh. So I found it interesting because I I find that people who are in jobs like you have, they tend not always, but they tend to come from military families. So they moved around a bunch, which is kind of your story as well. I love that you ended up um, going to Mississippi State University, but let's start from the beginning. Where were you born? So I was born in a place that no longer exists, Williams Air Force Base, uh, outside of Phoenix and Arizona, uh, no longer there, right? But uh, just jumped around uh, around the country and around the world. So um, from Williams, went over to Kadena Air Base in Japan, uh, over to uh, Enid in Oklahoma, uh, Norfolk, Virginia, 
uh, Maxwell, or well, Montgomery, Alabama, Colorado Springs, Colorado, uh, ended up at Columbus, uh, Mississippi, where I graduated high school, and, uh, and from there rolled into uh, Mississippi State University. You know, so I, I had to say, I was used to my dad moving. I knew about when he would move. And I was like, yeah, you know, so uh, I wasn't quite ready to leave home. I, I figured I'd do one year at Mississippi State University and, and then go to another college whenever he, uh, he PCS, whenever he moved. Uh, but, you know, my, my freshman year there at Mississippi State University, I just fell in love with the campus. I fell in love with the university and, and everything that the local community had to offer. And so I just stayed on, right? And uh, and so I'm alumni of uh, Detachment 425. We're all cut above there at uh, Mississippi State University. It's been a great, a great uh, ex life experience ever since being in the Air Force myself. What a what a what a great opportunity is to to get to know Mississippi the way you got to know Mississippi by going to Mississippi State University and then had this opportunity to be on the coast and contribute in this way. Hey, I wanted to mention to you when you mentioned Montgomery and Maxwell Air Force Base. <clears throat> I had the opportunity to attend, and I can't recall the name of the program, the Air Force Community Leaders Program or Academy, whatever that 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 week long program. And people from all over the country came there. <clears throat> it was it was a dynamic experience talking about the changes in the military, and we got to we you know we spent time on some of the aircraft and met some of the incredible leaders there. Uh, it was a really well-formed group. In fact, I remember well, there was a movie producer. His name was Ross Lamont. I just never forgot him, uh, who, who wrote books and, and produced movies, who was in our group. And I, he and I became friends, and we stayed friends for many years after that. But um, you know what I'm talking about, huh? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And and uh, kind of to segue into that, right, every Air Force base has a program, uh, and, and ours, we have the honorary commanders uh, that uh, cycle out, and, and we teach them more about Keesler Air Force Base. We bring them on Keesler Air Force Base and let them see our mission, what we do. And, and uh, as a matter of fact, uh, AETC's uh, civic leader, so Air Education Training Command, our, our higher headquarters, um, their civic leaders are on the installation uh, right now and and uh, seeing what Keesler is doing and uh, and so it's been it's been a, a blessing to work with the community and to uh, and to meet folks like uh, Mr. Boothby, John Boothby, and, and Frank Ginzer, and uh, uh, Mr. Clay over in D'Iberville, and uh, have them help us uh, here at Eastler as well. I know all those names well. Uh, this is Lieutenant Colonel Josh Daniels. He's the PA for the 81st Air Wing. And when we come back, our, uh, we, we will... We will um, um, continue our conversation, and I want to talk about the you know, Sun Herald used to publish the Keesler News, and for my entire time there, we were publishing the Keesler News, and they still are, are doing a lot of sharing, a lot of it's online these days, but we'll talk a little bit more about that. So when we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Josh. Subscribe for free to the Coast View Podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. His love for the coast is why he's here. It's Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. 
Welcome back to Coastview. I have Josh Daniels with us. He's a lieutenant colonel, and he is the uh, public chief of uh, public affairs for the 81st Air Wing, and um, our wing training, I think, is the, the proper way to say that. But, uh, you know, when we went to break, I was mentioning the entire time I was at the Sun Hero, literally from my entire tracks through advertising and circulation and and as uh, marketing and revenue responsibilities and then on to publisher, we published the Keesler News and had this incredible relationship with, with Keesler. And um, a couple of names, Susan Griggs still lives in the community. Su- Susan is a, is a good friend. In fact, I quote her often on Coast Feud, but she was a liaison between the Sun-Herald and Keesler. And then Perry Jennifer, who unfortunately died last year. Perry was just an amazing guy who kept that thing going for so many years. He moved to Tennessee once he retired. I had the opportunity on a visit to Tennessee uh, not long before he died to to have a chat with him, and he was really happy and peaceful and unfortunately you know, had an untimely death. But but so many great memories of those days. And when you when you get to publish Keesel News, you get to see that on any, any given day, you have so much that you have to get your arms around in terms of what's happening at the, at the base. I mean, it's, it's, there's a lot going on there, isn't there? Yes, sir. It's a, it's an extremely busy base. And even through 2020 with COVID, we, our mission couldn't stop, right? It was, it was a national imperative that we continue to train and we continue to bring uh, effective and, and uh, lethal warfighters, premier warfighters to, to do the nation's bidding. So the the base that you uh, were at, you said that no, no longer there. I'm assuming that that was a base alignment enclosure casualty. Is that what that base was? I so that that happened before I joined the Air Force and before I yeah. really even understood uh, all the various processes that go on with uh, with that. But I, um, I I would assume so. Yes, sir. I would and, I would assume so. But regardless, the reality is though that there have been. A lot of realigning and um, a lot of efforts by the military to become um, more, I don't know, uh, productive and efficient. And that's benefited Keesler. I mean, the missions that Keesler has been able to gain as a result of that have been very significant to this base. And, you know, anytime you can have the kind of relationship this base has with the community and with this state, which is unbelievably positive, and has so many different missions that are happening simultaneously, it only helps sort of ensure the future. Because when you're talking about a near billion dollar economic impact, we can't take that relationship lightly, can we? No, sir. And and Keesler does everything uh, that we can to ensure that we continue to grow and foster that relationship. And I think the Division Street Gate is a is a perfect. Uh, uh, example of that where you know the city of Biloxi has uh, worked so hard to help build that gate and and has done a great deal of work in making that great but also uh, the CB base right down the road in Gulf Court uh, helping us out with uh, the contracting for the military side of the build of the gate right and and now it looks like we're within the year within the year we'll have the uh, division street gate up and going and that's just going to be a great blessing i think to uh, to everyone involved right because it'll be an easier path to downtown biloxi uh, to the casinos and businesses down there and also 
a, uh, a quicker path to uh, I-110 to kind of reduce the uh, the traffic load that we see on the city streets because that side, uh, that gate isn't currently open. So you had, you had, I mean, really a great, great vision to, to create that gate. And of course, while it's under construction and all the effort to, to get it moving, um, simultaneous to that, Biloxi is going through this like massive infrastructure improvement project as a result of Katrina. And um, boy, the, the city has really had to endure a lot of change in construction. And one of the, one of the first things, in fact, that Mayor uh, Fofo Gillich did when he got into there is try to figure out how to sort of reconfigure the way the master plan for construction is working so that we could get stuff completed, then move on to the same thing instead of having so much turmoil simultaneously. But the good news is that stuff is happening, and soon we'll have this incredible gate with all the new uh, infrastructure and, and roads in place, as you pointed out, with incredible access, actually, to downtown, whether you want to go to Highway 90 or whether you want to go to I-10 or whether you want to go to downtown Biloxi, a much more... I don't know. It's beyond convenient. It's just a perfect sort of position for that new gate, isn't it? Yes, sir. And I think it'll help the entire area out, right? So that means that it's easier for those who work on Keesler to now live in uh, up in Deiverville or over in Ocean Springs because it speeds up transportation, right? And and so I can see this um, affecting the, the whole region, even though it might not look like it just because it's a, a one gate. But um, the the benefits, I think, uh, the air, the whole region will feel. I'm, I'm going to have, um, um, in the near future, Dr. David Shaw from Mississippi State and then some, some others who are collaborating on the uh, Cyber Center project. But... Uh, that's a that's a really important thing that we've announced recently, isn't it? Yes, sir. So, I mean, we're talking about partnerships, and we just uh, completed the educational partnership agreement with Mississippi State University. And so, I go Bulldogs, right? I love the fact that uh, that uh, Keesler and the Air Force is teaming up with my alma mater. And uh, yeah, we're looking into, and we're very excited about the possibility of bringing a joint use cyber center down here to the coast, down on Keesler Air Force Base, uh, and and uh, being able to have. Um, because, you know, cyber is not a solely military realm or domain, right? We all have to be good at it for us all to be protected and safe. Um, and, and so the, it just makes sense to have a joint cyber training center. And, and Keesler is already where cyber training begins in the Air Force. The, the tech school for cyber is here at Keesler. So uh, again, this teaming up with the expertise at uh, Mississippi State University and, and the beginning of cyber training in the Air Force, uh, the Department of the Air Force down here at Keesler, just makes sense to have that cyber training center here. But it's not just Mississippi State University. So the Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College, uh, they are also helping uh, um, us with a, a cyber range, right? And, and providing us um, the ability to do cyber training on, on their server network and their server farm, right? And and so um, it's, it's 
a whole community. It's several partnerships that, that are all working together to, to make sure that um, not only the Department of the Air Force and the DOD is achieving its mission, but that all of us are safe, that all of us become better together. You, you said that so well. And I often say of Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College is that, first of all, just if you think about the community college system in Mississippi, you know, just in general, the, the, the entire system is one of the leading community college systems in the United States. Very few states even come close to what they had to provide. And then you look at Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College within that Mississippi framework, they are leading the way in so many different ways in, in that regard. Like, for example, Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College has like the number one nursing program in like for community college in the United States. I mean, th this is. This is a very significant partner. Uh, so when people see here at Community College and aren't familiar with Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College, you don't fully appreciate what they bring to the table. Um, their president, Mary Graham, and I have, have known each other for many, many years, and she's been on the show many times. Her ability to understand how to do outreach, whether it be in the military community, whether it be in the business community, is very well honed. And as a result of that, when you talk to people at the Ingalls or any major employer in coastal Mississippi, and you start to appreciate the job skills training aspect of what Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College brings to the table, it's very, very significant. So they're not a minimal partner in this effort at Keesler. They're a very significant partner. And it's great to see these, uh, these colleges and universi universities collaborating together for the, for the good of Mississippi and for the good of Keesler. It's great to see that, isn't it? Yes, sir. I mean, we, we are very fortunate down here on the coast to have such great partners and, and, uh, and such good people to work with. Right. And, and uh, this is, this has just made life for me and I, I'm <laughs> sure uh, the others on Keesler Air Force Base so much better, but, but you mentioned uh, nursing over at nursing training, and and we do medical training here at Keesler as well, and and so we partner with the uh, the hospitals around us so that our uh, medical trainees can get their their medical training and get better, um, so that they can provide those services in uh, remote areas of the world, right? And so, um, it, yeah, the partnerships just keep on going. The relationships keep on going, uh, and and it's just been great to be a part of that. Josh, you see, uh, because you guys do so many different kinds of training. Um, and we're, we've got less than a minute left, but real quick, um, do you see the number of students increasing? I mean, you're getting uh, near 30,000 students a year that go through there on average. Will that continue to increase, you see, you think? I, hmm, that's a good question. So uh, in the near term, I, I don't think so. I think we'll, we'll stay steady, right? But as things come on, like the, uh, the cyber center, if that can come through, you know, as, as we continue to build the infrastructure and the partnerships, I, I think that uh, they will naturally grow, right? Even if it's not a concerted effort or plan, then you'll see that growth. This is Lieutenant Colonel Josh Daniels from uh, Keesler. We've been having a conversation about economic impact, the, the relationship with the community, so much going on there. He's going to be a great conduit for me. 
and our Coastview team to, to bring great stories from Keesler. I want to make sure their stories are told because, man, we could, we could spend every day for the next rest of this year and have someone amazing to talk to about what's happening at Keesler. So, Josh, it's been a pleasure to, to get to know you better, and I look forward to staying in touch. Well, it's been a wonderful morning for me as well. Thank you so much, and I hope to see you later. You bet. Hey, and when we come back, we have Captain Sonny Schindler live from Cat Island. We'll see you after this break. Listen live or on demand and watch episodes of Coast View on your laptop, desktop, or on your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgulfcoast.com. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.